Our scripture reading this morning comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. Paul, called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God and our brothers and uh, sisters, I'm not sure what that word is, and I'm not sure it's in this Bible, uh, to the church of God that is in Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Jesus Christ, called to be saints. Together with all those who are, are in, who in every place call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours. Grace to you and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you, for you because of the grace of God that has been given to you in Christ Jesus. For in every way you have been enriched in him, in peace and in knowledge of every kind. Just as the testimony of Christ has been strengthened among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gifts as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will also strengthen you to the end so that you may be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. By him you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. The word of God to the people of God. Good morning again, church. You still out there? Lots of energy going on this morning, and I feel like that's the energy of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we're glad you're here with us this morning to worship, whether you're here in the house or whether you're online. Uh, let's take a moment this morning to wave at our folks online so that we know that we are all connected as a family here at Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. Uh, whether you've been here forever or this is your first time, you are part of the family. So welcome aboard. I'm Pastor Regina, and I'm glad to have a few minutes this morning to worship with you. Good Shepherd has opened 2023 on a high note. We are debt-free. We are learning what it means to enter into a new area of our mission. Together with God leading the way, Good Shepherd will discern who we are and what is our purpose in our community in this season. We must continue offering ourselves and our resources placing them at God's disposal and trusting our leadership to lead us into a future of abundance. It is a great time to be a part of Good Shepherd United Methodist Church and its future. This time of year, it seems that there's a lot of people making positive changes in their lives. Some call them resolutions, which usually don't last. But others choose a word to live by during the year. This approach seems to work a little bit better. At year's end, we can connect our circumstances that have happened in our lives to the meaning and essence of the word that we have chosen. Good Shepherd is already living into the words to live by in 2023. We'll spend the next few weeks with the watchwords for our future. We began this year with Austin, even though he didn't choose a word or, or know the flow of the next few sermons, he offered us the word of holy risk. Holy risk is stepping out in faith to do what God is leading us to do. Now last week we learned we need to focus on goals and follow through with these goals that we set. Focusing on our goals allows us to, to press on toward a future in Christ as the Apostle Paul encouraged us to do. We, are invite, we were invited to pray about the answers to the following questions. Where is God leading you to participate in the coming year? What com commitment 
are you willing to make to see that Good Shepherd continues to grow spiritually, physically, and financially? In what areas of ministry do you feel called to participate maybe for the first time? How will you declare your intent to be a part of the wonderful future God has planned for Good Shepherd United Methodist Church? And what new spiritual practice is God calling you to begin? Today we're going to examine our lives and our motivations so that we can better understand God's direction. We've all had examinations. Examinations can take the form of a test for which we've studied on material a material on which we have been taught. Some examinations are medical in nature, be it an annual physical or a test for a particular ailment. Then there are the examinations of conscience or, a de- or an in-depth look at the state of our souls. Those are a little bit more difficult sometimes. Most of the time, the results of these examinations reveal that we have everything we need within us to reveal positive outcomes if we trust ourselves and those who walk alongside us, and particularly if we trust in God. In our scripture reading this morning, Paul asserts that the church in Corinth has everything it needs to be the church. Now, oftentimes, we as the Big C Church spin our wheels in meetings discussing what we lack and what these deficiencies prevent us from doing. Good Shepherd has has had its own share of these discussions over the years. We now face opportunities to, to put this conversation in the past and to look forward to discovering what it is within us that enables us to live in abundance. Abundance of faith, abundance of opportunities, participation and resources. When we seek to live abundantly, we find joy in being the body of Christ, joy in serving, in worship, and in all things. As Good Shepherd lives into the future, we cannot allow ourselves to fall into the trap of always needing to know what those next steps will be before we take them. The human condition teaches us that that we like to know what we're doing before we begin. This lesson serves us well when we're driving a car or flying a plane, but it can be a stumbling block if we are continually waiting for answers before we move forward. Yes, we need to plan and discern what, what we think our next steps might be, but there are times that we need to take that holy risk and step out in faith and focus on the next step without knowing where where exactly it may lead. Focusing on the next step means that, that we act on what we do know and seek to find what we can learn. We play to our strengths and we learn from our missteps. We cannot always be looking at the gifts of others thinking we don't have what we need or we're not good enough. Paul's word encourages us today to meet God where we are. The church at Corinth was a confident church. They believed that they had the ability to reach others for Christ. They recognized their gifts. They even bordered on being a bit arrogant when they saw themselves better than the average believer, or at least some of the congregants did. They embraced their strengths and, and might have even considered themselves more equipped as a church plant than the other locations in the regions, and that they didn't have anything to learn. Corinth was a congregation who thought they didn't really need to listen to anyone. 
But Paul comes along, and Paul, by stating his credentials, reminds the church of Corinth of their original goal, a call to be saints. Not in the sense of a perfect Christian, but in the realization that the word saint means someone who recognizes their need for a Savior, someone who says yes to Jesus, someone who belongs to God through Jesus Christ. Corinth needed to examine their motivations in being the big C church of their time. Now, if we are saints wrapped in God's love, and we are, then God is demonstrated to others through our actions. It's not our countenance, but God's countenance that shines through us as we set and reach our goals, as we focus and follow through with action, as we act in faith, as we take risks for the gospel. God shines, not Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. Now, we would, do, we would do well to examine our lives and our motivations as we began to move into the future that is Good Shepherd to ensure that we are reflecting the light of God as is our intent. So how do we get this, to this level of understanding? We get to this level by examining our actions. Paul reminds the Corinthians that they belong to God. He asks them to examine their behavior to to see if their behavior reflects that description. In other words, do their actions display the image that they're striving to present? Who is the center of what they do? God or themselves? Another thing Paul reminds the church of Corinth is is that they are a part of something bigger than themselves. We are a connectional church. As As a United Methodist church... We are better together with all other United Methodist churches than we could be alone. Together we seek to love God and our neighbor and and live out this challenge in in various ministries and reflections all across our denomination. Yet, we are still bigger than that connection. We are a part of all the saints, together with all those who in every place call on the name of Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours. Paul tells us that. We read it in our scripture this morning. Contrary to popular understanding that we face as Christians, Jesus isn't the exclusive property of those who seek to define him in specific ways. The church at Corinth had made Christ their image as a mindset. We still experience that in our world today. Paul wanted the Corinthians to, to take a larger view to see themselves as part of something bigger, something larger than they could even imagine. We too are called to, to live in the same way. Not by our own wisdom and understanding. Not only with those who look and act and think like we do. Not only with the my church, my vision, and my ministry perspective. But a perspective of inclusion, of hope, of community, and unconditional love. Good Shepherd doesn't have some of the same inclinations that the church of Corinth face. We recognize that we're not super Christian and that we're not that super better church in our our expressions of faith. Our issues, like most churches, is that sometimes we just choose to stay in the background. We let others take the limelight and, and are content with sitting on the sidelines choosing our own internal ministries. Paul has some words for encouragement for us as well. We too, we too are saints, someone in the need of a Savior, a part of something bigger than ourselves. 
He reminds us that when we think we don't measure up, we too have been enriched. We have spiritual gifts. We have some that are yet to discover. We have everything we need to be the church on this side of Sumner County, but we simply need to embrace what we have and not wait for all the answers. As we approach this new era of mission and service at Good Shepherd United Methodist Church, we may not always feel like we know where we're headed or what we're doing. But we need to remember, we have all that we need. We are learning as we go, as we go learning to be the church and learning to live into the saints we're called to be. If we paraphrase Bishop McAlilly, it's like building a bridge one plank at a time as we're walking on it. We are equipped to move forward as Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. We have what we need. We're willing to take holy risk. We're setting on focusing our goals on, on which to follow through. We're examining our current ministries and selves. All of these with the guiding hand of God walking alongside us in our journey. May we begin to enjoy the journey. As we come to the communion table this morning, I want us to come with with humble hearts, as we should always do. As we come, I want us to think about what God has done for us and to realize that we're all invited to this table. It doesn't matter if we think we are enough. It doesn't matter if we think we're the best and have nothing to learn. What we need to know is that we're all in need of God's gift of grace and mercy and love. So I want us to take a, minute, a moment this morning just to, to sit in silence, to know that, that God is in this place, to know that God forgives us as we lift up to those things to God that sometimes keep us from God. Holy and awesome God, we know that there's good news. We know that the good news is that we are forgiven. We are forgiven for all those things which we feel keep us from you. And Lord, we give you thanks for that opportunity. We thank you for for doing all that you have done to, to see that we are a forgiven people who can move forward and to, to live as you are calling us to live. And Lord, we know, we know that even when we stumble and even when we fall, that you are there to pick us up. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When Jesus sat down to uh, have dinner with his friends on that night of the Passover... They went through the, the normal, we've always done it this way, ritual. And sometimes we as a church, we get caught up in that we've always done it that way, ritual. What Jesus did on that night is he took this bread and he broke this bread and he gave it to his disciples and he said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And then he took that last cup and, and uh, there were some ritual words that went along with that and he changed those words too. Because Jesus was about to change the world. He gave us that, that cup and he said, Drink from this, all of you. For this is the blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And when he did that, he, remi- he reminds us. And, and he, he told the disciples that night and he reminds each of us that we are forgiven people and that he dwells within us so that we can show the world 
that he is there. Let us pray. Holy and awesome God, we ask that you pour your spirit on those of us who are gathered here, on those of us who may be online. We ask that you bless this meal, that you infuse this meal with your spirit, that we may be infused with you so that we may become your reflection in this world. Lord, may we feel your presence and know your peace as we come to the table this morning. Amen. If those who are assisting me with communion will come forward. served by intention this morning, which was they will take a piece of the bread, break it off. You will dip it in a cup. The altar is open for you to come and pray. We do have gluten-free options, and if you're not uh, comfortable with intention, we do have some single-serve options as well. So come, be fed by Christ.
There's a healing light just beyond the clouds. Though I've walked through fire, I see clearly now. I know nothing has been wasted. Or failure or mistake, you're an honest and a butter. I'm the carrots and the clay. You make all things work together for my future. For my good, you make all things work together for your glory. Doubt it, Lord, remind me I'm wonderfully made. You're an artist and a potter on the canvas and the clay. And I know nothing has been wasted, no failure or mistake. You're an artist and a potter on the canvas and the clay. When I doubt it, Lord, remind me of what you're falling made. You're an artist and a potter on the canvas and the clay. And I know nothing has been wasted. You fail, you're a mistake. You're an artist and a potter on the canvas and the clay. You make all things work together for my future. For my good, you make all things work together for your glory when I doubt it, when I doubt it, Lord, remind me what you fully made. You're an artist and a potter on the canvas and the clay. And I know nothing has been wasted. Fail your own mistake. You're an artist and a potter. The canvas and the clay. You're not finished with me yet. 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 Go from this place. May we go knowing that you're not finished with us, but you call us into a world where we can show others your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.